Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Forking Around Town podcast. Happy 2024. And today I am joined by Shooter, my friend Rob. How are you doing today, Shooter? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. You're doing good. Well, yes, I would be doing better if I didn't have to work today, but that's another story. We'll just leave it at that. Same here. <laughs> right. Can we just win the lottery and not have to work anymore? That would be great. I would definitely be down. Working for that. on that. Me, yeah, me yeah, too. I got to start well. to play. I was just going to say, I need to buy a ticket because I don't do that. I spend all my money on uh, on cookies and stuff and food and pizza. So anyway. Well, anyway, I wanted to have you on today because I recently met you in person. We followed each other on Instagram. You do a wonderful podcast. I just started listening to it, even though it is all about the lightning and I'm not the biggest lightning fan, but I do have an appreciation for hockey. And um, I, I got to just put this out there. I mean, you're, you're a Ravens fan, which um, kind of is annoying to me, but that's okay. That's um, we have lots to talk about. So I wanted to, first of all, I wanted to talk about just football playoffs and kind of what you think about this weekend's matchups and everything, because it's a big weekend. I'm excited for it. And I can't believe the squealers squeaked by. <laughs> well, as a Ravens fan, I really don't even have to watch this weekend because the Ravens don't play wild card weekend because they've got a buy and they're just kind of waiting to see who they have to play in the next round, which might be the Steelers if the Steelers win. So that could be exciting. Uh, but um, can, uh... I'm excited for the Bucks game because uh, I'm also I live in Tampa, right? So I'm a Bucks fan. Whenever the Bucks are doing well, it's always like more exciting just being in Tampa, right? right. So I want to see the Bucks beat the Eagles. And I think they've got a chance to do it. Uh, Baker Mayfield yeah. seems a little bit hurt, but I think they can beat the Eagles because the Eagles have been kind of on the downslide and then the Bucks have been going up like that. So that's what I'm going to be watching this weekend and obviously waiting to see kind of who sneaks by to play the Ravens, which I think might be the Steelers. I don't know. TJ Watt is out. I'm sure you saw that. And so I believe so is Minka. I don't think he's going to be playing. They said he's, you know, it's possible, but I, I don't think so. So, well, here's the thing. I'm really cheering for them to win because last week the Ravens sat all their starters and still go. almost beat the Steelers, Here still almost go. beat the Steelers. So I'm really hoping that we get a rematch where we can actually play like, you know, our real players and just have an easy win for the for our first game playoffs well technically the Steelers were on their third string quarterback and they beat you guys so what does that say? yes but they've elected him to be their starting quarterback though I know by default <laughs> I was actually going to ask like what are your thoughts on that whole situation because you know I I get a lot of people that ask me about Kenny Pickett I was very hopeful for him I have to say but he hasn't really been that – he hasn't lived up to what I thought he was going to be. And I wanted to just hear your feedback just from an outsider looking in. Obviously, you're not a Steelers fan, but you know a lot about sports. Well, you know, it was funny. In the preseason, he came down here to Tampa and played really mm -hmm. well. And I think I was, it was yeah. all, all preseason he played really, really well. So uh, it's kind of strange that he's, you know, kind of fallen out of favor there. I think he's still a really young quarterback. So the thing is with these young quarterbacks, you got to give them a chance to play. Uh, so I, I still think he's going to be the guy there. Although I see all these rumors and, you know, you can't believe everything you see on the Internet. Right. right. But you see all these rumors about what the Steelers like. I think the last one I saw was the Steelers going to try to trade and get Justin Fields from Chicago. No, I so, so I think they've. 
they're a little jealous of Lamar Jackson and his capabilities and being able to run around and scramble. So um, I could see them trying to do something like that. But they should stick with Pickett. He's like the hometown guy. Give him a chance. You know, no, he's, everybody will. has that sophomore snub. They they so. they spent a lot of money on him, but I always go back to Terry Bradshaw. I don't know how much you know about him, but he was terrible his first two years. I mean, he was a complete flop. There's a really good documentary I highly recommend. Um, you know how the NFL films, they don't really, I don't know if they do them anymore, but this was from like 20 years ago, but there's a wonderful documentary on his whole story in Pittsburgh. And I mean, there's a lot of things I never knew. I mean, the fans hated him when he was playing so bad and he actually after his last game in Pittsburgh, he didn't return to, to Pittsburgh for like, I think it was in 2002, they honored him and he had never set foot into that city since he left because he felt that, you know, the fans were so, they were just so hard on him. And then all of a sudden he started winning and they were all about him and he just didn't buy it. So it was a very I interesting it. story. I, yeah, I did not know that either, but I believe it because you Pittsburgh fans are a little bit crazy sometimes. I'm not. I've I've always liked Terry Bradshaw, though. I mean, come on. I'm. I know I'm old, but I mean, he won a Super Bowl like literally before I was born. So <laughs> I always he, he liked was him pretty good. Yeah, he was. He was before my day too. So my my Terry Bradshaw is just like the crazy guy that you see on the pregame is what I'm used yeah. to. Like who's who's this senile guy that they have uh, running Fox uh, pregame show? And yeah. now they got Gronk on there with them, and sometimes like Gronk's taking shots at him. So it's pretty funny. Um, I'm watching. Yeah. yeah. No, I remember as as a kid. I'm God. I'm gonna date myself. Did you ever see the movie Cannonball Run? Or Cannonball no. Run too. Oh God. I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Okay. Okay. No, it's actually really funny. It's an old like Burt Reynolds movie. I mean, most people from Florida, they, you know, they love Burt Reynolds. But yeah, I think I was probably like seven or eight when I first saw that movie. But my brother, you know, him and his friends were into all those with cars and everything. And that was actually the first time I remember seeing Terry Bradshaw aside from being a quarterback. Because like, you know, growing up, my dad was such a huge Steelers fan and our house was all about Terry Bradshaw. But I didn't really understand that when I was like five or six years old. And then I saw him in this movie and he was really funny. And that was just, you know, who I always remembered him by. And then I got to learn a lot about him as I got older and really started understanding the game. And he's definitely one of my favorites favorites i didn't know he was a movie star too he well he's in a couple of things i mean another movie is called hooper i mean these are so old you would have to google them i mean these are like late 70s early 80s i mean they're before my time but still i mean they they're they're interesting I'll, if check them out i'll pull up my my turner movie classics uh, and then you might see, see if i can, can find them on there but um I'll, I'll date myself too i was at and i don't have it up right now because i'm getting it reframed uh hopefully soon uh, i was at the very first baltimore ravens game it was against the raiders and they won um and Throwback to uh, to a Bucks quarterback too, uh, and he played for many different teams. But Vinny Testaverde was the quarterback of that team for the Ravens. Yes, I remember that. I remember that name. That's fun. what year was that? Nineteen ninety six. Okay, okay, very cool. Yeah, yeah. Those to think were how good times. They, they, during the they didn't even have a stadium. <laughs> they played in the old. They played a Memorial Stadium, which was really a baseball stadium, mm -hmm. and um, there was a bunch of seats that had uh, restricted viewing. Like you'd have a big column in front of your seat if you got the wrong seat. Uh, but they they built that new stadium. Unfortunately, after I moved here, so I've I've actually never been to the newer stadium, which now is like twenty years old. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I, I've never been to what's AccuShire or whatever it's called now. I, it's always going to be Heinz Field to me, but I've never been to that stadium. I did go to a Pirates game at Three Rivers way back in the day. I mean, I was so young, I barely remember. But I was always a big baseball fan growing up in California, you know, San Francisco Giants. And of course, I went to a couple 49er games at the old Candlestick Park, which was horrible, horrible place. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard stories about it, but people think that you know, California is always really warm weather, but San Francisco, you're going to need a sweater in the summer. I mean, it gets, I'm sure you've been there. I think, I don't know. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. It gets chilly there. Yeah. I just remember as a kid going to baseball games and it was just miserable. It was so windy and cold and candlestick was just not visually appealing. And when they opened up their new stadium, which was a couple of years before I moved to Tampa, I loved it. It was great. I mean, still cold, but absolutely beautiful. And I did spend, you know, I went to many Oakland A games as well. I I was one of those weird kids. I liked the Giants and the A's. And I'll never forget when they played in the World Series together and the big earthquake that happened. That was uh, that was crazy. I remember yesterday. Everyone used to love the A's because you had Mark McGuire and you had Jose Canseco and Ricky Henderson and they were all doing steroids. So it was awesome. (laughs) I used to love the A's uh, back in the, what was that, early 90s? Um, But but here's one for you. Before before Baltimore had the Ravens, we were kind of stuck with the Washington Redskins (laughs) where I lived. So I did get dragged when I was a young lad. I remember being in like fifth grade and going to a Monday night football game at RFK Stadium. Again, one of these like old concrete stadiums. And we sat in the end zone and it was um, it was bleacher seating. Like you just, mm-hmm. you had your number on your, where you were supposed to sit. Yep. And that game, it was freezing cold and it started snowing yeah. at that game. So, you know, I could, I don't think I could handle that now because Florida is kind of like, softened me up from the from the cold right. weather i can't handle as much anymore but like back then when you're a kid you you know weather cold weather doesn't affect you like it does now oh, um so but but there's like some traumatic things that used to go on at stadiums like that not too bad but like I'm probably getting a little too much into detail here but when you're you don't understand this as a woman but when you're a guy these old stadiums they had this they had this trough system to use the bathroom and there's nothing like going to the bathroom at a professional sports game, right? Because everybody's going to the bathroom yeah, at yeah. halftime or at yeah. intermission or, or, um, you know, when there's a break and here I was, it sucks when you're a kid cause you're a little kid and you know, there's not really a line. You just kind of like go up there and get your spot and go. And when you're a little kid, it really, really sucks. Uh, to have to kind of squeeze in there and go. So anyone that remembers going to these old stadiums with those troughs that you would just go to the bathroom in, I bet you didn't think we were going to talk about this today. <laughs> hey, it's okay. You know, it's actually, you know, it's just making me kind of think of, you know, growing up and all the games I used to go to. So let's switch over to hockey. I think you and I had a conversation. You kind of teased me a little bit about being a San Jose Sharks fan, but hey, love my Sharks. I don't care how terrible they are. Um, I remember I was in... I think I was a I was a sophomore in high school when it was their their debut year in California. I'll never forget. I was sitting at a restaurant. I was at like a on a junior. I think it was a junior prom. I was I was definitely a sophomore. So I'm trying to remember. I think I was 15 or 16. But my date was a junior, and we were at this Italian restaurant, which was two blocks from the Shark Tank. And I just remember seeing everybody walking by. I'm like, what's going on? And I really didn't know anything about hockey. And then I ended up 
as I got a little bit older, I worked at that restaurant inside this hotel and I worked in a cocktail lounge and I used to always wait on all the wives of the hockey players and they used to just give me their tickets because they wanted to hang out and drink. They didn't want to go to the games and I went to so many games. I mean, I went like twice a week and I just really got into it and I've got, I mean, friends that I've been friends with for like God, 30, 40 years. They're in, uh, they call it the section 208. They've had their season tickets forever and it's always fun to go back home and go to a game, but yeah, they're not playing as well as I well, would like them to. <laughs> from from what I understand is they've they've really kind of grown the sport in Northern California. Mm -hmm. Like just rec hockey, like what I play here in Tampa is huge out there, and it's because um, the the Sharks and what they've done, and they were really good for a really long they time, were. and unfortunately they never won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. I think they made it to it once. Kind of surprising in their heyday with like Patrick Marleau and uh, Thornton and some of these guys that were really good players. They never won it, and now they're just in total rebuild mode. They're playing a little bit better, but when they came to Tampa earlier this year, yeah, it, was it was probably the Lightning's best game. Like, they just dominated the whole game, and I was like, is, are the Sharks still in the NHL? Like, did they get demoted down to yeah. – do we do the soccer thing now in the NHL? Because bad. the Sharks just looked that bad. But I think they've been playing a little bit better. That was actually, like, one of the first games I've missed. I usually, that's the one lightning game I go to is when they play the Sharks, you know, every year. So I can't remember. It was remember. early I think, in the season. I think I was out of town for work. I know I wasn't around. I think I was in Jacksonville during that game, but I didn't miss much, <laughs> apparently. You didn't. If you were a Bolts fan, it was good. And uh, we haven't had enough good games because we're pretty spoiled. We've been pretty spoiled for, like, seems like the last 10 years now. So... Uh, and this season's been a little bit rocky. Well, that's okay. It's okay. I mean, now tell me a little bit about like you host watch parties. I know I was supposed to go to one the other day, but you know, life happens and I'll definitely make it to one, but you go to some pretty cool places around Tampa Bay. And that's kind of what I'm thinking is, um, this weekend, I actually want to get out and go watch the, um, the Steelers and the Bills game. Cause I don't get out much anymore. I'm usually at home watching everything. I wanted to see what you thought yeah. were some good spots to hit up. Well, you know, it's more exciting to get out and watch the game with fans. So, mm -hmm. so we just had our first watch party of the season. I usually have this policy of, you know, it, Tampa's a football town still, right? Even mm -hmm. as good as the Lightning have been, like the Bucks are still number one here. Even with, if they're not good, they're still number one. So I usually kind of wait until, all right, it's the new year. The Bucks are kind of wrapping up their season. Hopefully they've got a couple more weeks to play. Um, so we kind of waited to, to have our first watch party till the end of this, or I guess the beginning of the year towards the second half of the season. So, um, yeah, we did it at Cigar City and, and that's where all our watch parties are going to be in the regular season at the Cigar City Brewery right on Spruce Street, uh, right behind Home Depot. I know. Exactly uh, so where it yeah, it's a, it's an awesome place to watch a game. And we had a really good crowd of like 40, 50 people there. Unfortunately, the Lightning did not win. They were playing the Boston Bruins, though, who are a really good team. Uh, just wasn't their night Saturday night. But we've got two more coming up. Uh, February 10th is the next one, and that is versus the Columbus Blue Jackets. So that one, I think we're going to win that one big time. And then we've got one more. I think it's March 24th, um, Anaheim Ducks. It's a Sunday night game. Okay. That's going to be pretty uh, a pretty good game, too. And then... Hopefully, right now, I think we're clinging on at this moment to a wild card spot, but we are on the fringe of not making the playoffs for the first time in several years. So hopefully we will do something um, 
for some of the playoff games as well. And by the way, these are all away games mm -hmm. uh, for the home game. I try to yeah. go to as many as I can. Uh, and I would encourage every, everyone to go to a Lightning game, especially if you've never been. Uh, I know hockey is kind of tough. If you watch hockey on TV, it just does not do it justice. You've no, got to go watch a game. It's a live sport. Like, and you can't really say that. There's a lot of people that don't like, and I'm kind of one of them, going to football games. There's a lot of breaks. It's kind of boring. There's, you know, all those commercial breaks kind of add up. So you're just sitting around for a long time. Plus it's outside. At the Lightning Games, you're inside. Um, so it's nice and cool no matter what it is. If it's warm or cold outside, you've got a nice yeah. kind of cool breeze inside because that ice. Yeah. And it's always just an exciting atmosphere. Even if they lose, you still got Greg Wolf during the commercials yes. is always doing some sort of kind of, um, you know, trivia with some kids or whatever it is that they're doing. You know, even the kiss cam, like that's super entertaining a lot of times too, especially when they <laughs> show the the Sharks fan or whatever the opposing team yes. is. And when, like yes. the one the one dude that's sitting by himself, by himself with the other yeah. team's jersey on yeah. and they play the sad music for him. Like all by uh, myself is what I usually see. Yeah. 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 My daughter's actually yeah. a, a lightning fan. Yeah. I've taken her to a couple games. So she really, really likes the lightning. So smart kid. Someone, someone in my family likes the lightning. <laughs> it's, it's been a good team to, to follow. And, and we actually started our podcast, uh, in 2020, like we started the week before COVID. Mm -hmm. So we were kind of like, well, this kind of sucks because they just stopped playing. So now yeah. what are we going to do? Um, but luckily, um, it kind of worked to our advantage because once they came back in 2020, they didn't have home games because we couldn't go all get together and watch them. So it kind of became an advantage for us because people wanted to talk about the games together and people even wanted to kind of get together online and watch games. We did like online watch parties um, and we were going live after all the playoff games and everybody wanted to talk about them. So that's kind of how we gained our following with our podcast, just got got kind of lucky with that. Um, and not to mention they won the Stanley Cup that year and then did it again the next year. So we literally caught lightning in a bottle, no pun intended. Yes. No, that, that was, yeah, that was an interesting year, but that was great. So yeah. Now just have to ask, what are your predictions for the Super Bowl? I have a feeling we're on the same page with this one. Cause I think we talked about it last time I saw you. Well, if you follow the conspiracy theories, uh, yes. The Super Bowl is rigged, and if you look at the reasons. Super Bowl logo, it's got red and purple, and apparently if you go back the last three years, the colors of the Super Bowl logo are the colors of the teams that make the Super yeah. Bowl, and what do you know? Purple's in the Super Bowl logo, and then the other color's red, so a lot of people are saying, oh, it's definitely the Ravens and the 49ers, because the 49ers are a really good team, but hey, I think it could be the Bucks. I would love to see the Bucks in the Ravens. Um, it'd be it'd be a little bit of an uphill battle for the the Bucks to get there because they've got quite the competition to beat the 49ers and some of these other teams. But hey, right. it's red, so it yeah. could be them. Either way, as a Ravens fan, not too worried. We we uh did pretty well against the 49ers. I think it was almost kind of a blowout uh just a couple weeks ago. Uh yeah, the, the Ravens played the Niners. We'll have to see so. what happens. Yeah. I, I have a few friends that are Ravens fans and they annoy the shit out of me, but you're what you're, you have to say you're, you're an exception. You know, I have issues really with cowboy fans and right now Cleveland Brown fans 
drive me nuts. Oh, those Browns fans are they they just need to be silenced. And the crazy part as a Ravens fan is Joe Flacco, our last Super Bowl winning quarterback, mm-hmm. has resurfaced out of nowhere yeah. to be their quarterback. Um, yeah. but they're crazy. that's that's all it's it's phony. It's all a phony. They really haven't played anyone well since he came back. Mm-hmm. So I think they've been a uh lucky because of the schedule that they've um had yeah that last quarter of the season. So it's been to their advantage. So I would love the Ravens to, to put the Browns out of their misery in the playoffs this yeah, year. Yeah. I, I same here. I think I told you about that annoying bet I have with someone. So if I could somehow win that bet, I don't know if it's possible right now. I have to look at it, but we'll see. But anyway, um, tell, I just wanted you to share with everyone how they can find you to follow you on social and, um, and find your podcast as well. Well, I don't know if you know this, but I run a site called Shooter in the Stash. Mm-hmm. And that was how we kind of got a little bit of a following because we were making videos about the Bucks and the Lightning. And they were little animated videos that mm-hmm. most people kind of bring up South Park, kind of yes, South Park. I remember style those animation. that you did for Ian Beckles. Yeah. So, so I kind of started doing that just out of boredom and being kind of a computer nerd yeah. Um, and just having fun with, with some of my friends because what we ended up doing was they were kind of crowdsourced. Like I would go on Twitter and I'd be like, Hey, I need a voice for, you know, this player or, yeah. or and like, you know, I'd, I'd put out there like when we got Gronk, Hey, I need someone to voice Gronk and I'd get people like to send me clips of, yeah. Hey, <laughs> them like reading Gronk. So we put together these videos just kind of with, you know, people on Twitter or X yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, so we had a little bit of an audience with Shooter in the Stash and that site's still up or at least on social, the website's not there. Mm-hmm. And that is one of my goals for this year is we're going to do some more animations this year. I've got to mm-hmm. get some stuff together to to do that, but that's coming. But my my project now, or I guess it's been my project since 2020, has been We the Thunder, and We the Thunder is just mm-hmm. just kind of a fun thing. Like we're not your, we're not in the media. We don't want to be in the media. We just want to have fun and talk about hockey. So that's kind of the goal. Like we had Johnny B from the Bone, and he's yeah. also working a little bit with the Lightning now on last week, and he's a comedian, so he's a great guest. Yeah. Uh, so we try to find. Uh, really cool guests every other week and like tonight it'll just be me and thomas and we might have people call in or might join the show as fans because we're just fans so um we always got some interesting topics sometimes i'll bring up some cool games uh to play like i played a little game with johnny b where it was an either or game i'd give him two subjects and he had to pick kind of like what his favorite were hockey related of course um so yeah we just try to have fun it's very interactive we do it live uh if you do uh want to join us you can find we the thunder uh it is a play off the lightnings uh logo or slogan that they brought out years ago called be the thunder but if you search we the thunder you'll find it on youtube and facebook and we do record live usually wednesday nights um kind of depends if there's a game or if we have a guest in their schedule but you can jump on you can comment you can call in and we do like to highlight people's comments the show's not about us the host it's called we the thunder so it's about all of us so uh, if you haven't checked it out definitely do that and uh yeah look for our watch parties coming up and uh look for us at games too i'll be there tomorrow night when they play the i don't even know who they play the devils i think okay well i'll i'll come to the one on, on february 10th i uh I definitely can make that one. Good. 
Yes, it'll it'll be fun. I haven't been to Cigar City in a while, so I gotta check it out. It's been it's been like ten years since I've been. Yeah, there. they <laughs> they are really good to us. They gave us about fifteen plus different like signed player signed items to give out at intermission. Nice. So, like I said, we only had like 40, 50 people there, which was plenty. That's um, perfect. But a good a good amount of people walked yeah. away with like some signed merchandise and some other really cool stuff that we gave out. We gave out some tickets too. So cool. uh, we have a good time and, you know, we try to collect some of this stuff that we get around town and from the team and from our sponsors and give it out. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, I'll definitely be in touch with you over the weekend watching these games. So hopefully the Steelers can pull it off, but I don't know. I hope I'm they not, do. I'm well, just being realistic. It would be nice, but I don't see them beating the bills. I just don't see it. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I'm just I'm I really a want the Steelers to win. Well, thank you. But I'm I'm a realist. So let's just yeah. Anyways. All right. Well, thank you again for joining me. I'll definitely be in touch. Appreciate everything that you do. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Don't forget, a new episode comes out every Friday on RadioInfluence.com or wherever else you like to download and listen to your favorite podcasts. Have a great weekend and go Steelers.